Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice in this day and every day, and we will be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie, your girl, Dr. Lynn Gobo. And yes, I am back this week with another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. That is what I keep coming back to give you a dose of. I am here just to release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from, your phone, your home, your car, your computer, maybe even your television or your radio. Again, I would like to say thank you to all of my listeners nationwide and internationally who continue to tune in and support the Godcast podcast each week. Listen, I love and I appreciate all of you for tuning into the show. And you know what? I am sending big hearts and lots of love right back to you all across the world. I pray that all of you beauties have had a wonderful and amazing week. I know that I had a better week, although I have been very, very busy with a lot of things. Like seriously, I feel like I've had to work four or five jobs and I have had to wear a lot of hats. But listen, I am so grateful and I am so thankful to God that I'm still here and I get to do what I love to do. And of course, Part of that is being able to come back to each of you just to share an encouraging word. So I pray that the podcast continues to bless each and every one of you. And hey, listen, after today, we only have two episodes left before season two comes to an end. And I have to tell you that although I love, love, love coming to each of you each week, listen, let me tell you, the end of season two has come at a time when something very unexpected happened. And I just praise God because I will be able to give attention to that situation and also take some time off to prepare for season three. So listen. We have next Sunday and the Sunday after that left. And then I do hope and pray that all of you will come back because, listen, God is speaking a word and it is timely, it is relevant, and it is even prophetic. If you remember on last week, and I've never even done this on the podcast before, but at the end of last week's podcast, I wanted to pray. And of course, the title of that episode was Positioned to Pray. So I really felt led of the Holy Spirit to pray. And if you had an opportunity to listen, I specifically prayed 
for the peace of Jerusalem. And of course, there have been several things occurring over in Jerusalem with Israel. And I'm not even sure that a lot of people, especially Christians and the body of Christ, are really giving a lot of attention to in regards to how this is lining up biblically. And of course, when I prayed over Jerusalem last week, listen, I had not watched the news. I had not seen anything about the airstrikes which were occurring in Israel. So that prayer was purely prompted by the Holy Spirit. And of course, I saw on the news the next day about all of the airstrikes, but God had already put intercessors on alert to pray. And you know, we are instructed according to the word of God in Psalms 122.6 to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So this is something that we should give attention to and pray for on a regular basis. And if some of you have not been following the news or following what has been happening, Hamas began its air rocket assault last Monday after weeks of tension over a court case to evict several Palestinian families in East Jerusalem and police began to clash with Palestinians. This information was actually taken from the New York Times website. Israel pounded Gaza with airstrikes into the early hours of Sunday, destroying a tower block that housed news media organizations while Palestinian militants fired rockets at Tel Aviv. The hostilities showed no sign of letting up as they entered a seventh day with Palestinians saying at least 145 people had been killed since the conflict began on Monday, including 41 children. Israel has reported 10 dead, including two children. The two-story block in Gaza City brought down by Israeli airstrikes housed the U.S. Associated Press and media operations. So the Israel military said it was a legitimate military target containing Hamas military offices and that it had given warnings to civilians to get out of the building before the attack. But both Israel and Hamas insisted they would pursue their campaigns, leaving no end to the hostilities in sight despite a U.N. Security Council meeting scheduled for Sunday to discuss the worst outbreak of Israel-Palestinian violence in years. And so this is very important as a Christian, as a believer, to pay attention to because these attacks could cause an outright war. And, you know, in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 6, it says, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. I want to read that again. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. And the reason why you should not be troubled is because when you are in trouble, 
know that God is in trouble with you. He is in the midst of your trouble. In the book of Psalm chapter 46, verses 1 through 11, I'm going to read that passage of scripture in its entirety. But the reason why I want to read this passage of scripture is because it was a couple of days ago and I actually posted this biblical quote out of Psalms 46 verse 10, which says, be still and know that I am God. I mean, I heard that very clear in my spirit. And so I want to read this passage of scripture to you out of the book of Psalms 46 verses 1 through 11. So I'm going to read it once again in its entirety. It says to the chief musician for the sons of Korah, a song upon Alamoth, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. So God is a very present help in trouble. God is in trouble. Verse two says, therefore, will not we fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah, Selah means to think about that. Verse four says, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Verse five says, God is in the midst of her. So let me just pause right there because this passage of scripture is saying, though you may fear, though you may be afraid, though the earth may even be removed and mountains shaken to the point where they're cast into the sea. And though the waters roar, scripture is telling us Even if the mountains shake, God is saying, you don't have to worry because I am right there. I'm right there in the middle of the storm. I'm right there in the middle of the hurricane. I'm right there in the middle of an earthquake. You don't have to be afraid because I'm right there in trouble with you. So again, verse five says, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God, listen to this, guys, shall help her and that right early. Oh, my goodness. You know, I learned this verse of scripture, Psalms 46, 5, at a very early age. And I always loved the fact that the scripture said that God shall help her and that right early. Verse six says the heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. Oh, my gosh. Like, are you able to grasp this? Because in the middle of this storm raging, all God has to do is just open up his mouth and utter his voice. Speak to it just like he did the winds and the waves. When he said, peace, be still. All he has to do is open up his mouth and let the earth hear his voice and the earth will melt. Verse seven says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Refuge in this passage of scripture means defense. 
So the God of Jacob is our defense. Verse eight says, come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. Verse nine says, he maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Verse 10, and this is my zoom in verse, says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. And verse 11 says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. So once again, we are reminded the God of Jacob is our defense. Selah. Think about that. So I am going to let that marinate while I take a short break and I will be right back after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the show, beauties. So before the break, I was just reading over the passage of scripture out of Psalms 46 verses 1 through 11. And twice in that passage of scripture, we are told and even reminded that the God of Jacob is our refuge, meaning that the God of Jacob is our defense. And, you know, anytime God says something twice, it's like he will speak something. But then if he says it again, he's putting his seal of approval on what he just said. Oh, my goodness. And we know that God only has to speak one time. I mean, he spoke one time and he said, let there be light. And there was light. He spoke one time and said, let the waters separate from the waters. He spoke and he said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. He spoke one time and he said, let the land produce vegetation. He spoke. And he said, peace be still. And we just read that God will speak to the earth and the earth will melt. That is the power and the authority when God speaks. Even if God says something one time, scripture tells us in Isaiah chapter 55 verses 10 and 11 that his word will not return back to him void. This is what verse 10 out of Isaiah chapter 55 says, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be, verse 11 says, that goes out of my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, or it will not return to me void, but 
it shall accomplish. Did you hear that? It shall accomplish whatever God speaks. Listen, it is going to happen because God purposed it in your life and it shall succeed in the thing that he sent his word to do. So when God speaks, listen, that is a check that you can cash and you can take that to the bank because it shall accomplish whatever his word is sent out to do in your life. As I talked about the airstrikes between Israel and Hamas earlier in the show, I wanted to read Psalms 46. One reason is because I did hear that passage of scripture in my spirit to be still and know that I am God. A lot of times this passage of scripture is misinterpreted and I'll tell you why. People really take this passage of scripture personally and of course I did as well until I began to study it out. When you study this passage of scripture and you know the interpretation, it really does bring continuity and relevance even to what is going on today. There are several interpretations and theories regarding the subject of God's address in Psalms 46.10. One interpretation suggests that God is directly speaking to Israel's enemies. It's important to note that this is unlikely since the rest of the psalm is focused on encouraging and strengthening the children of Israel. But the psalms are primarily written for the people of God. And this seems to be the case here in this passage of scripture as well. If we accept, however, that the Lord does address Israel's enemies, he would essentially be telling them to cease from striving or in this case, basically to stop fighting. And this is the reason why I said that this passage of scripture was very relevant, even timely and prophetic to what we see going on today. What you have to realize and understand is that Israel is God's chosen people. So in communicating to Israel's enemies, God would also make his presence known across the earth as true to the prophecy one day that every tongue will confess that he is Lord. That's out of Romans chapter 14, verse 11. So the meaning of Psalms 46.10 addresses Israel and God is not just telling them to be still or to rest, but God is specifically speaking to them in a time of war and God is commanding them to stop fighting, open up their eyes and see who he is. In some translations, it is phrased cease from striving or cease from fighting. And of course, it's easy to become fearful. It's easy when you are in the heat of a battle to forget that God has everything in control. When things aren't going well and we are faced with challenges, we are faced with conflict in our lives, opposition in the midst of our struggle, God wants his people to wake up and recognize not just the fact that God is on your side, but it is a reminder of whose side you are on and you are on the winning side. So God is saying, stop striving, stop fighting, stop trying to do things on your own. 
Stop stressing about the battle that is before you. God is saying, I want you to wake up, recognize who I am. Trust me. I am the Lord, your God. I am your refuge, your strength, a present help in the time of trouble. I am your defense. You have nothing to fear, nothing to worry about, because when trouble arises, I am there with you in trouble. So you can relax, take courage in that and let God be God. Let him be Lord in your life and just let him do what he do. Okay. You know why? Because God's got you. And God is saying, don't try to do my job for me. I am very capable of doing my job. I am very capable of taking care of you. So be patient, be still, and let me do my work. Know that I am God. So to my listeners over in Israel, this passage of scripture is a reminder and an encouragement to the children of Israel in a time of war. And it can also be a comforting word to the body of Christ and to believers whenever they are experiencing struggle, opposition, and strife. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth, in the midst of conflict, and in the midst of turmoil. Sometimes we just need to open our eyes, step back, stop what we're doing, and acknowledge who God is and what he can do. God will speak comfort to your chaos and peace in the middle of the storm. Many people think or tend to think that this verse of scripture in Psalms 46 means to just rest or relax in God and in who he is. And yes, it is an encouragement to believers to reflect on who God is, but There is more to this psalm than one verse, which means to be still or not do anything. Verse 10 is actually a wake up call to be in awe of who God is than it is a gentle call for you to rest. Yes, you should rest in the time of trouble, knowing that God's got you and he's right there in trouble with you. So take time out of your day to meditate on scripture. Be silent and lean into God, to his voice and what the Holy Spirit is saying. And consider this, that even though this passage of scripture may have been written in a context of time where there was trouble and also war, and we even see that today, but also consider this and keep this in mind, that when you are being still, it is the same thing that Jesus said when he spoke to the winds and the waves out of Mark chapter four, verse 39, when he spoke to the wind, but the seas also obeyed him. So be still, know that God is in control and he is God. So stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Listen, I have so much more that I want to share with you about God being in the midst of trouble right there with you. So I'm going to come back next week for part two of God is in trouble. But before I end the show today, I just want to leave you with this biblical quote out of John chapter 16, verse 33. This is where Jesus is talking and he says this, 
I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Until next week, remember that whenever you are in trouble, facing the trials and tribulations of life, God is right there with you in the midst of your trouble. So take heart and continue to be encouraged to keep living your best life for Christ, which is a blessed life. Feast on the Word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive. Stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind. Keep a beautiful mind. And never forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.